All right, hey. everybody. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Would You Tap That? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we are all about those mobile apps. Mm. Give me your phones, your tablets, your yes. phablets. If it's got a keyboard and mouse, though, throw it away. Yeah, it's garbage. Get out of here. Jonathan, how the hell are you? I am doing well. Excellent. Uh, yeah, to, this week has been a, sort of an adventure. I got nice. to um, go to the museum, which is my favorite museum That's in That's a great DC. place, yeah. yeah. Six floors of just wonderful, and almost no one is ever in there because it costs money to go in. Yeah, well, so, so it's like not too during crowded. the school week, it's free to oh. schools. So if you are in the Maryland, Virginia, DC mm. area, any school district, anything like that, you yeah. get in for free. Wow, nice teachers and students, and you just have to pay for chaperones. Uh, it's like one one chaperone for every five or ten kids. So you just have to have hmm. that that number, and then that's all you have to pay for. Wow. Um, so it's wonderful. It's great. Uh, the best part was they were promoting outside mm-hmm. Samantha Bee's uh, not oh, White right. House. Not the White House Correspondence Center. Center. Yeah. So they had her Which I'm very much looking forward to. That's, yeah. uh, as of recording this, that's tonight, isn't it? It, it might be. I think so, yeah. the 28th. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So she uh, has she her promotion her bus that she she was running on is herman cain's old yep and like that was just hysterically funny to see that yeah that's cool so you got to see that in real life got to see that in real life uh, and then uh they had a wheel that you spun and it had uh headlines mm-hmm. that you had to guess if they were real or fake oh sure and then they had free t-shirts so all of my students got to get free t-shirts right um that said free press and nice. that, that was fun um i'm still waiting for the app part of the story yeah, so the best part about that about the museum is there's just so many things to touch, right? And 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 play around with. So that's what I was like. That's where the connection is. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, the idea of media online mm-hmm. has changed how the history has changed dramatically. Yeah. So uh, it's a it's a great place to to go around. They had this wonderful exhibit. Um, which was the power of music uh, in politics. Oh, nice. And so they had this map that you could hit, and it would have different uh, musicians, and then you could play a little bit of their songs. So I would always go over and hit uh, Kingston because I just wanted to hear some Bob Marley. Sure. And the kids were not uh, thrilled about that. Um, they What do they have against it? I don't know. It was It's Bob Marley. Like, guys, get with it. Uh, they wanted to hear Pink Floyd, which I thought was odd, mm. but it was like also a good... Like that was fine. I'm good with that. Uh, but yeah, they, that if you ever get a chance to go any museum in DC that you're willing to pay to go see yeah. the museum, and the best part is, is that it's uh, your tickets worth two days, so it may be twenty dollars. Wow! But it's it's for two days. Yeah, yeah, it's for two days. You can take a break and come back because it is it is a huge place. It is yeah. six floors, and there is so much to take in. Yeah. Uh, my suggestion would be hit three floors and then and just then just leave and, and then come just back come back day. later. It's good. Did I, uh, did I ever tell you about my trip to the museum? No. I forgot if we had talked about this on the show before. Uh, back when I worked for MakerBot, I was the closest employee of the company, because I'm here in Baltimore, right. uh, to the museum, which is also the building that housed Al Jazeera in the U.S., like Al Jazeera's TV station. Oh, was there? Was there, yeah. And uh, so they, they did a show called The Stream, and they wanted to have MakerBot on 
so they skyped you know my my boss's boss uh one of the founders of the company in but i brought my personal that i had like paid for printer into the studio and uh, we printed some stuff nice. while it ran, and I ended up being in a segment on the show. Wow, cool! Uh, which you know, uh, Al Jazeera US TV, rest in peace. Yeah, like super sad that shut down. It was a cool thing. The stream was really neat. I got to see, I got to chat with uh, the guy that like set up all the tech for them. He was great. And uh, unfortunately, I, it's there's no particular app in there to talk about. Yeah, there was a lot I, of like handmade. Technology. I just appreciate that you were like, I. You, it wasn't the on air talent. It was the guy in the back that sets up all the tech stuff. That's the guy you yeah. wanted to have. I mean, a well, they with. were they were great, but like they were busy. Right? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah for they're sure. doing a show. Yeah. So uh, while they're doing show, I got to talk with talk, that guy. Yeah. He was like showing me like, here's all the things and here's the booth and here's how this overlay works and here's how we have these live comments from Twitter. Like it was. It was they good. they have that. Uh, control room mm-hmm. and i've i've been there maybe 16 times and i've never seen anyone in the control room so I, I, at this point i'm not sure it's a real control room it well when i was there and maybe it was a different room but i i think it i, I don't know how much space they have for multiple control rooms. control rooms yeah uh but folks were in there but it okay. wasn't it wasn't very many like it wasn't fully utilized right because they only had a handful of cameras and a few overlays um so maybe like a half dozen people in there, if I'm right. remembering that right. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah. Um, anyway, not super app related, no. but uh, pretty cool stuff. Well, I'm sorry to say it was it was my job to get a guest today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came very close, uh, but unfortunately the timing couldn't work out. So uh, we're not going to have a guest today. No. But um, in in lieu of that, I, I did uh, do some of my own research. Okay. And so I, I have an app for for us to talk about. Uh, sort of in depth, uh, okay. which I hope people will find interesting. I don't know. It does, clearly would have been better with the uh, developer here, right, yeah. uh, with us. But uh, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, unless there's anything no, else, let's just get to it. All right, we'll be right back. Hey guys, you should go check out on iOS and Google Play the new Bosom Buddies tap game, Bosom Buddies Tap and Drag, where you're trying to build yourself up to get to the top level of the Susan B. Anthony Hotel. Just like the show, you get to play as Tom Hanks, because who doesn't want to? But hey, guys, check them out on on the App Store and Apple or Google Play. Bosom Buddies, tap and drag. This this game sure ain't a drag. All right, hey. everybody, and we are back. Uh, actually in, in between the break, uh, Jonathan, you said, uh, cause I, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into this. Right. Um, it's like, you know, we usually get very specific mm-hmm. about, about our apps and it can take the whole time. Um, but you said there was a class of app that's been on your mind lately. Yeah. So I have been bombarded by people at work and, uh, other places about the sort of the, the licensed tap apps, the mm. games. So yeah. like, Specifically, the like the Simpsons tap out the right. Family Guy quest for more money, mm-hmm. uh, which is definitely a steal on Spaceballs, but that's here and there. Um, oh, true. And recently, I just found that Office Space has a tap wow. game now. The based on the nineties yep. film. Yep. Uh, uh, Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Excellent movie. Excellent movie. And so it is a wow. it is a stack 'em up money maker tap game, and so it's the idea like you 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 have like one level you mm-hmm. tap on it 
and then it starts like giving you money every so often right and then you tap another level and then it gives you more money and then you Mm -hmm. like upgrade each level and then you at, at this point uh the way the game works is at some point you have to burn the place down of course as milton would it's the plot it's the plot By, of office space. yeah so you once you hit a certain spot and you're like okay now it's time to burn it you burn it and there's like these weird animations mm. like it's it's all cartoon none of the real like actors or anything put yeah. anything into this it's just drawings um but like milton like picks up the phone rings he picks up a bottle uh, i mean a canister of gasoline and then you just like hear the sirens going and he mm-hmm. like runs off and then the game starts back over, but you have like a multiplier now uh, okay. of like so how your first level right. starts. And it it baffles me because this is a a a way to make money because people who get addicted to these games then a try to obtain other things by purchasing gold or right. diamonds or those special items that you need to get yeah. to then get the special items that you need to uh, to get extra things to play. And it's always about extra, 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 extra. Oh, of course. I mean, it's about making those numbers go up. Right. And what's interesting, I think, about these newer generations of these clicker games is that they um, they more and more resemble a slot machine. Right, right? yeah. So the original clicking games, um, like Cookie Clicker always right. comes yeah, to yeah. mind, which I think of as sort of the original uh, version of this was uh, literally for mouse mouse clicking. And it was it was an idle game that was supposed to be sort of like a fuck you about right. games in general. Like what is the the least game game that I can make that people still get obsessed with? And so what's interesting about this is those those mechanics have now been distilled, right? If mm-hmm. you're not doing your core gameplay like Cookie Clicker, you're not doing a real clicker game. But on on top of that, like there was almost no real content in right. Cookie Clicker. Unless you got to like the weird like m- you know, super granny levels, like that got pretty fun and pretty yeah. strange and like Cthuloid Nightmare. But you take something like Office Space, and I'm looking at this now. Uh, this is on the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Office Space Idle Profits. Um, so this is the Android version anyway, but it's it's got over half a million downloads. Yeah. Uh, average rating 4.3 uh, out of 12,500 ratings. Uh, it's called a simulation, yeah. which is very silly. Uh, but this is some adorable art. I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, it's not bad art. Yeah, it's uh, it's by Congregate, and um, I mean they're they're the old like sort of flash game yep. repository on the web, and it's it's pretty clear to me that they have just like slapped this uh, you know these sort of inatech and uh, the, the the faces of these beloved but, office space characters onto what already exists for right. like this is art they must be using for a ton but, of other games. So so what they what they have done is gone to the model which a lot of new games have recently been going to mm. is uh, we know that you've gotten smart around the idea of not paying us to get certain things. Right. So we're going to give well, you even, these even things. In, like the basis of a clicking game is is like deep down you can always say fuck you I'll just click harder. Right. And not have to click. But what or, they sorry, not have to what pay. they've now done is if you just watch this ad that you can't get out of until oh, 30 boy. seconds. Yeah. Uh you can get x amount of things. Right. And so it's been a wonderful experience to know that you can just put your phone down, put it on mute, wait the 30 seconds, mm-hmm. pick it back up, and then, you know, great, you got you paid. I don't need to see this ad, and everything's happy and dandy. Yeah. But I think that that model has sort of come out because of that when, uh, if you remember, there was a click game, uh, a, a tap game, if you will, mm. of um, the the Smurfs. Smurfs had a tap game. Oh, sure. And so what was happening was 
children were buying things off of their parents' credit cards mm-hmm. because one, parents don't pay attention to anything that they're right. Their kids well, are and doing. In, in the first generation of these, like the phones didn't come with proper parental right. controls, so and it was almost impossible to to do it correctly. And so, what was happening was they're like, "Hey, why don't you spend five dollars to get this thing?" Yeah. And then, so now what it is is they're still getting their money because. All these apps are free. Mm-hmm. It's easy to download, but everything else is within it costs money. I look at it as like I bought a $60 video game and then there's downloadable content. Right. So I can go one of two ways. I can just buy each individual downloadable content or I can go with the season pass. Of so course, I look at yeah. like that's a that's a sort of new model yeah, where it's just like there might be more DLC probably. Probably. But if you Pre-pay spend if you spend $20, then you don't ever have to pay for any of the other things. I right. do that for the for the WWE games. Sure, um, yeah, because you're going to want to eventually consume right. all of that. And know? and I know that they have, like, 15 DLCs that will come out. There's, right. like, usually four or five added wrestlers that come in later. Yeah. There's there's a uh, a Legends pack, and then there's, like, a... Sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, what they do is a Hall of Fame pack, so that's pretty fun. Because uh, they do... <laughs> they, they actually give you, like, arenas and stuff, and then you gotcha. play through a story with the people that just went into the Hall of Fame. Right. <clears throat> so, uh... That's something I look look forward to, but I look at the idea of that uh, that in essence I've spent now eighty dollars mm-hmm. on a game. Um, if I do a free game, like at what point do I set that limit? Right. If I'm going to buy and things, do, and do you even notice? I think one right. of the benefits uh, for the app developer of a lot of these platforms is they make it very easy to spend money from inside of a game uh, without thinking about how much you've spent. So right. Far. Yeah. So so it's very easy to be like, oh yeah, okay, two bucks. Because if you don't if you don't see that until roughly the day later right. when Apple sends out the email, yeah. at least from on my phone. Well, and even then, like, when Apple does the charge, like they, they don't remind you. Like, by the way, you've spent sixty dollars from inside yeah. of this game. Maybe you want to stop. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. So I I dug in a little bit more uh, as you know as I'm yeah as you would. Uh, but the permissions for this app, at least on Android, uh, are surprisingly light. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when you when you said show an ad to uh, to sort of unlock powers in the mm-hmm. game, uh, that that immediately triggered my spyware sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, but actually, it looks like the only things that it's doing in here that are sort of frustrating uh, are it, it can keep your phone from sleeping and control vibration. But I mean, right. Yeah. It's you know you don't want your game even your automatic cookie clicker game you want it to sit there and click itself. Right. So yeah. You don't want it to go to sleep. Uh, I was surprised. It it doesn't seem to have any facility uh, to see what other apps are running on your phone, to track your browsing uh, anywhere else. So uh, I have to say, while it may be annoying that they're showing you ads, I don't get the sense that they are tracking you in any way that goes sort of beyond. Right. You know, this, they're not pulling an Uber. I mean, we talked about that a lot. With yeah. Yeah. The, the fallout of, of Tim Cook and Uber was right. finding ways to track uh, iPhone users mm-hmm. even after they had uninstalled the app. Uh, very, you know, like, really shady, heinous stuff. But, um, you know, as much as this may be for wasting people's time. Yeah, and, it's and 100% just, wasting time. Just an idle moneymaker. I mean, I can't really fault this. Uh, well, they're not, they're not uh, stealing people's information. Yeah, I think so. it goes all the way back to uh, Flappy Bird. Which sure. sort of revolutionized the idea of just tapping your screen and playing a game that's really simple that may be stealing ideas from other places like Mario, but that's here nor there. Uh, right. The, he, the, the, the creator of that game mm-hmm. was making upwards of $100 million a day just on the ads. Right. And like that's where the money is now is the ads. I mean, sort of. It's, you know I hate to talk about Flappy Birds because right. it, it yeah. was such a fluke. Yeah. And, and the, the original developer disappeared from the internet and apologized for ever making the game. Right. 
Uh, and now, uh, what are we living in? Like the fourth wave of, of these games? Because there were the immediate knockoffs. Right. And then those fell out of fashion. And then they started adding uh, similar, like, basically timing challenge games. We're probably in the third wave, I would say. Of I games, would think so, yeah. Games inspired by Flappy Bird. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like, uh, And he wasn't even running particularly heinous ads they weren't very obtrusive no i mean but but that but people knew like companies knew that this this was a game that people were using and then you know you do the one of two things you buy the 299 no ads yeah uh buy or you just deal with the ads and a lot of people deal with the ads but i mean the game was so simple i mean it's actually used on code.org as a oh, of course. Uh, developer's tool. Yeah, you'll to see it show. a lot as yeah. uh, Hello Worlds in almost uh, every new platform now. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot, of, especially anything that's like, oh, it's a web framework for whatever. Anything that has performance claims, they're yeah. like, let's build a Flappy Birds because it's super simple. Super to simple. Do. Uh, good stuff. Well, um, yeah, thanks Thanks for that. Yeah, it's just So how is your office space going? Uh, it's going real well. Nice. Yeah. Have you, you've unlocked all the cutscenes? And- uh, I have only unlocked three, which is odd because mm-hmm. what happened was I was doing, I did two and then they had an update and then they threw in a third one in between the first two I've already seen. Uh, so now it's like, okay, because now it was uh, someone in the car at the beginning, like in stuck in traffic, mm-hmm. then it was at the the um, the hypnotist, and then it was in the office, right? Getting interviewed um, by the Bobs. By the Bobs, yeah. Um, those are the three I've gotten to so far. Nice. Um, but I know that there's 99 levels because it keeps telling me there's, of course, yeah, there's 100 levels to get to before you get to CEO. So right. I find that I don't know. We'll like I, I kind of hate all of these things as. Uh, a principle, mm-hmm. but honestly, you know, this seems a, a fine, this seems like about the right level of engagement with nostalgia. Okay. Right. Like we're not, this game isn't promising to change anybody's life. No, this, this game isn't like the new hot social thing. It's not getting up in your business. It's just like, Hey, there was this movie office space. You probably liked it. So while you waste time clicking things and looking at ads, why not do it in, in, in a world, in a world where you yeah. remember the, the thing that just really, messes me up is like it's such an anachronism office space like what if we made what if that movie was made now and we had like clicker games right would that would i feel like they would quite likely fit right into that world of just like oh my god i hate everything if office space was made now it would be a mock-up of gta like you would be able to play that's very bleak I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're just thinking about that printer, the uh, the fax machine, just scene? fax machine scene where like you're just like pounding on, like, uh, it, it would definitely be a uh, a sandbox open world. Oh boy! And the game changes once you get hypnotized. Like, I like the idea that it's like it drudges mm-hmm. for a little bit, but then as soon as it's you get like hypnotized, you wake up, and then it's like game on, stealing cars, running over people. Uh, you know well, now i now i see why they didn't make it because they just could make more gta yeah just be more gta's yeah excuse me well cool um good i'm glad we got into that yeah. before before we dove into this so um my app this week and uh, i was really hoping to talk to the dev of it but hey you know what happens uh is tusky okay which is the android client for mastodon and uh we've talked a bit about mastodon mm-hmm. social uh, and I know you're not really big on Twitter in the first place. No. 
But um, Mastodon is this sort of fascinating uh, new, and I put new in air quotes, uh, social network that's sort of seeking to replace Twitter, or at least for a lot of people that are tired of harassment on Twitter or uh, tired of sort of the gamer gators and the right wing uh, and uh, the right wing folks and then the terrible news and the world is burning. Uh, Mastodon is not run by a single company. Okay. It's actually software that anyone can install and run on their own server. So while Mastodon.social is sort of the, the original hub where people can go and make a new account mm -hmm. and it looks and works like Twitter, uh, there, are all, there are all kinds of ones all over the place. Uh, some of my favorites include, um, let's see, there's Witches.town, which mm -hmm. is like very cutesy anime-themed. Uh, there's Toot.cat, which has lots of uh, cat pictures. Cat. Uh, well, Toot, so Toot is the name that they use instead of a tweet. Oh. The, whole, the whole Mastodon theme of, you know, of basically furry elephant uh, extinct. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit when we first talked about Mastodon. The uh, the band Mastodon is not in any way affiliated. Right. Uh, but they did some great PR work on Twitter where in, in conjunction with the launch of their new album, they said, yeah, of course we built this thing. Right. Uh, very, very cute. Very funny. Uh, anyway, Tusky is uh, available on the F-Droid store. And I get that with the Mastodon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty interesting to me. Uh, I forget, Jonathan, did you get into many of the alternative Twitter clients back in the day? I didn't get into anything Twitter. Okay. I didn't under Like, Facebook has been pretty much the spot. Gotcha. It was, it was MySpace and then Facebook and then that's right. it. Well, if you'll forgive my uh, sort of dive back in time no, for folks that, that were into Twitter, and this is something that never uh, took off with Facebook because they were always a closed platform. Right. Twitter used to be an open platform. They had a developer's API that was very friendly, and uh, they encouraged folks to build clients. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, some of the most popular uh, basically would introduce features that were new at times to the whole ecosystem. Uh, TweetDeck was a very popular one because it would let you build multiple timelines, whereas the main Twitter website showed you just your stream one at a time. You could build side-by-side uh, -side columns that said, okay, maybe I care about tweets from this group of people or tweets about this topic. Uh, very, you know, super good for people that did marketing. Um, but eventually TweetDeck was bought by Twitter and the APIs that they used were more and more closed. And uh, I'm going to forget the name of it now, but you know the uh, the behavior of like swipe to reload, where you get you get to the top of a page and, and you, you pull down, yeah, you yeah, pull yeah. down. Uh, that was actually pioneered by one of the independent Twitter clients. Huh. Yeah, that was the first place that that like showed up in popularity. Um, but what I like about Tusky is it sort of takes us back to those days. So in some sense, it feels like the the current Twitter app. Okay. Uh, but it's got a nice dark theme. You okay. can see there. Yeah, it it's, looks it's really nice dark. and easy on the eyes. And uh, you can log into any Mastodon instance, like, okay. you, would, like you would think, uh, which it's like logging into Twitter, but instead of knowing that your service is on twitter.com, right, you might be in cyber, cyber.space, which is okay. another another very fun Mastodon instance out okay. there. And, um, you know, not uh, it's it's not without its rough edges. So um, there's. Are, are you on there in any way? I am. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna give out. That's my, fine. My Is handle. it witty? It's not very witty. Okay. It's, uh, I had a domain name that I wasn't using. Okay. And I wanted to sort of play with the plumbing behind Mastodon, okay. so I, I set up an instance, and uh, you can see there's there's me there. 
tweeting. I'm actually, I am starting to post things uh, on Mastodon as well as my own website. You know, I, I don't want to dig into any <laughs> yeah. web stuff again. But uh, yeah, I'm starting to put updates out there. Okay. Uh, if you go to my site, you'll see links where I have okay. syndicated stuff to my Mastodon account. Uh, and, you know, maybe eventually I'd like to see more people on there. I just appreciate that you don't want to put that out there on our show. Like well, we not, have a mass yet, following right? that would then just bombard you. Yeah, well, that's an interesting thing about Mastodon so far. Uh, so the idea of having multiple people running their own sort of servers, mm-hmm. I mean, think of it as the the opportunity for, like, if you're a uh, school or uh, what's the social group you're into? So, like, if if uh, someone in the improv scene in Baltimore ran a Mastodon instance, right. it would be like having a Twitter that's mostly just filled with people that care about improv. Right, right, right. And, like, f- over time, that would that would sort of drift, right? So I would guess that then theater people would come in. Right. And now we're talking Baltimore theater and improv and maybe stand-ups and comedy. But, but the point is that there's this sort of core group of people that care about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And... Yes, you can use that account to then follow any right. anyone on Mastodon anywhere, but you know that when you look at like the timeline for that server mm-hmm. for that like b- Baltimore Improv dot space or whatever, that that's going to be stuff that you care about because mm-hmm. it's from people that share interests with you. And uh, I don't have anyone else on my instance right now, so like I might want to change my name in the future, mm-hmm. which is a big part of why I don't want to necessarily put that out there because like. What if in three years somebody listens to this episode and they go look me up and my my instance is gone? Mm. I, I want to save that person some yeah. time. I care a lot about what that. Yeah, person don't worry does. about that. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm liking this well enough so far. Like I said, it's it's uh, it's pretty bare bones. Like mm. it's it's a stripped down little client, but it kind of does everything that I've needed so far. And um, as always, you know, it's on the F Droid Store. It's of course also on Google Play. Uh, I don't think it's available for iOS because it is open source. Right. Um, but there are other good clients for iOS. So I, 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 I know you hate this question, but I feel like it, it drives a lot of people that make apps and that such. Hmm. Um, Tusky, is that run by an, like one organization? Like, is that Tusky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, how are they making their money? Uh, they're not at all. Okay. Yeah. So this is an, it's an open source app. And um, they're actually providing; they're spending some money to right. I to mean run that, yeah, this, uh, because they uh, rather than relying on an existing push notification service, uh, because with any of these social networks, one of the things you want is to get that little you know bzz, when somebody right. mentions you or replies to something or favorites uh, favorites your your toot, uh, which I think favorites oh not God. the right word. Likes your I'm toot. sorry, that is the greatest. It's, like it's very dumb. Just like hey guys, I just tooted. Yep. Like yep. Uh, boosting is what they call re- retweeting, so you can boost your toot. There you go. Think about that. Uh, anyway, the developer is running their own notification server. Okay. Uh, they're using Google's Firebase system to do that. Mm. Uh, so if you've got problems with Google, like, well, you shouldn't be on Android. Right. Uh, but they they are going to know when you're getting notifications, mm-hmm. probably not what the content of those. Right. Um, although that's, no, I guess they would have to for yeah. uh for running the messaging service um but yeah pretty good uh the the source code for the app looks very simple so i encourage anybody as as i always do you know try to only install apps that you can see into you know uh always build it yourself but like i said it's available on f droid they have the reproducible builds you can feel confident that your app hasn't been backdoored by somebody in russia that's looking to you know 
make phone calls with with your device while you're not looking mm-hmm. or screenshot you looking for passwords and things like that. Uh, yeah, so I, I recommend it. And mm-hmm. maybe one of these days we'll get you on Mastodon since, I mean, I get that you can't really be on Twitter. It makes sense to me as, as a, a teacher. You don't want to have a, a public thing. Uh, but yeah. Mast- Mastodon is, can be a lot smaller. It's much more of a, a fun group thing. Okay. So maybe we'll check that out. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the time. That's fine. We can do that. I just, yeah. I, the, the goal that I've been doing on Facebook right now is mm-hmm. like looking back at on this day and yeah. trying to find one day that I didn't post anything. Mm. Um, and I, I, I really applaud this. And how, how have you done with this search? Real so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have posted some nonsense. Well, cause you've been on there for years. Uh, and it's I would not say just nine like, years. Yeah. Nine years. And so it's not just like on this day. Two years ago, like you've had yeah. nine, you've had nine trips around nine, the sun. Nine trips around the sun. So there's the, right, uh, and for the most part, I think today has been very light. Uh, I maybe had one oh, nine years ago, yeah, and then that's it. So right. like to April 29th when we're recording this is uh, not a not a day. Well, not a day that I post. You know what I'm gonna say, which is what I always say: just uh, uninstall it, get it out of there. I enjoy catching up with people sure yeah and i encourage you to do that through any other means and i also like the idea that i can post something really witty and mm-hmm. then getting all that attention oh of I course that. yeah and i think uh i just really look forward to the day where you can do that without needing mark zuckerberg to give his approval well if people start coming to our uh, our live shows then we'll um Maybe. Oh, is it, is it time time to pitch our live show? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everybody out there, we will be doing a live show at on the Friday yes. uh, of the Baltimore Podcast Festival, which mm. um, we can edit this if I'm wrong, yeah, but I believe it's May, May 19th. 19th. That's right. And we are at 735. Yeah, but you should come. It starts at 7. There are six wonderful Baltimore-based podcasts that yeah. are going to be there uh, we are going to have roughly 30 minutes to entertain you yes and then there are going to be other people the the show goes all the way from 7 to eleven oh five because it's sort of like tbs and tnt so mm-hmm. we're going to play around with those numbers specific very specific um but yeah there's some some wonderful actually to be honest with you i have never listened to any of these podcasts and before Excellent. this show happens i will have listened to all of them Oh, that's a nice goal to set yeah. for yourself. I did know that there's one uh, podcast that's happening. I was doing research while just looking through them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a stand-up uh, that when I was hosting the open mic, mm-hmm. she is doing. She does a podcast, so I'm really excited because I'd really enjoyed her her stand-up nice. when I hosted that, and uh, so I'm excited to see that. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, as always, uh, look for us on the We Have to Ask app, uh, yep. available now on Android, uh, iPhone. Uh, I guess it's they're calling it the uh, iOS App Store, and they're calling the podcasts Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. The iTunes word is apparently out of their vocabulary. Yeah, get that out of there. Uh, which is just fine. But, uh, hey, apps aren't all uh, as much as we are into them. You can also find us online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. And, hey, maybe we'll have a Mastodon account on there sometime soon. No. Get Jonathan to install a little Masto app. That would be so cute. Uh, just tooting out there. Uh, folks, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We wouldn't do it without you. Uh, so let us know online. What are, you, what are you using? What apps are uh, bringing you joy, bringing you down, making you afraid? 
uh, all of it. It's, uh, it's a wide, wonderful, weird world uh, controlled in general by Apple and Google. And uh, we just live in it. Yeah, that's, that's just how we get through. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Would You Tap That? And until next time, I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, tap, 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 tap. See you all next time. This episode of Would You Tap That? Brought to you by Bosom Buddies Tap and Drag. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies of Chaos for using our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehavetoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts from the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. You can also catch us live at the second annual Baltimore Podcast Festival, May 19th. The show starts at 7 o'clock. We go on at 7.35. And make sure you come early and stay late. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.